0: yo yo i can hear you loud and clear can you hear me yeah i can hear you ah oh, perfect pilfer thank you for coming in man yo what's up yo what's happening cool? me. no of course man um so we're, we're just gonna have a nice cool, uh, little fun chat with with each other man you know
1: of course i'm really down i saw i saw the other ones you did with i i saw the one you did with nitty nitty gritty and uh that was pretty cool man
0: oh thank I you i saw the
1: one you did with uh uh what, what are they called the recent one
0: uh, big and, uh slim. big and
1: slim. Yeah, big and slim.
0: Uh, thank you, man. D- do you enjoy? it Do you have any feedback from it? I always appreciate any feedback from it, man.
1: Oh no, I like it. I like how you guys dip, like, dive into uh, certain topics and just like analyze everything and give your opinions
0: uh, and and uh,
1: just go back and forth and everything. It's, it's really enter- entertaining and also interesting. I like, I like listening to
0: them. <laughs> appreciate it very much, man. Appreciate it. Um, what, what you don't know about me? Uh, I'm gonna give you a little bit of introduction, you know, and we can start off the show like this, man, man. Let me tell you something about me, all right? And then we can start off with you and what you do, okay? So first things first, I want to say thank you for coming in, man. It's a pleasure, man. My name is Wolfson. You know, I was born and raised in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm from the island of Puerto Rico. And then I've been, been there for 25 years, moved to the States to finish my degree of audio engineering and music production. So I've See. been mostly in the nightlife for over a decade. I'm a pretty old guy. Like, I'm in my 30s. Yeah, you've been partying a lot, huh? Uh, <laughs> en- enough, enough that I got it, I got stories to tell, you know? I mean, it's, it's one of really those nice. reasons why I started this podcast, just to share my story, my experience, and... All the shenanigans I have gone through the early I'm stages. I'm sure there's a lot. I can tell you, I got enough stories and experiences that could cover up to five years of work. Especially of with you living in, in Miami, is that where you live now? I'm currently living in Miami. I'm sure,
1: I'm sure shit's crazy there, huh?
0: Yeah. Oh man, where 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 you're from?
1: I'm originally uh, Greek American. So like, my mom's Greek, my dad's Mexican American. Okay, but yeah, I live in Greece right now. That's why it's like two AM right now. And Ooh, hold on, but sorry. we're 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 grinding. We're grinding. This is this is the guy that does like my comics. He does he does his own like manga and stuff like that. Now, oh, it, Odie,
0: introduce I yourself. What's his name?
1: His name is uh Odie. Ah, man, nice Greek to meet name. you. It says nice to meet you, bro. Hey, nice
0: to meet you, dude. Yeah, man, I love I love the manga and the artwork, man. Much it love. Say it again. Uh, I love the I love artwork it. and the manga, man. Much love out of it.
1: Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, appreciate it. So, so no, this is no. this
0: is his last. This is his last one. His previous one. Yo, yeah. whoa, hold on, that's legit shit. Yeah. We got some Yo. Check that out. Wow, that's amazing. Is that stuff that I can actually look up in, online and purchase it? Yeah, you can. I don't know so, if, if the project's still running now, but. So uh, but Tomo Angel is
1: in so. So this was his previous uh, project. But okay. so he has a new one, and the new one you can actually like go on uh, this app called Webtoons. I don't know if you read like manga online or. Oh, like-
0: I, I read manga every Sunday. It's a religious thing that every Sunday I have to dedicate that Sunday on animes and mangas, and once after that, then I'll start okay. doing interviews.
1: That's perfect because Odie drops a new episode
0: every Sunday. Oh really? Send me yeah. send me the link uh, whenever you get a chance, man. Because I'm I'll definitely it into it right now. Absolutely, thank you. He's done.
1: He's doing some crazy, crazy shit. And you know, anything, every, every like all the songs that I've put out, any like good cover art that you see, like original cover art.
0: Yeah. Also, been, like, all the artwork that I've seen so far from your tracks on SoundCloud that came from him. Yeah! 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 Jesus, bro, that yo, he's talented as fuck, bro. I'm still shocked that they haven't pick, been picked. He hasn't been picked up by any of these guys from, oh, is, from Japan.
1: He's, oh, he's been contacted, but you know, he's trying to be like independent and do his own uh his show. Own you, thing? Should, you should get him on the podcast. You should, like, Absolutely.
0: Him. We'll schedule a midi, man. I always want eager to bring up people outside of the music industry. I recently just had somebody that, that she's a cosplayer as well. So, oh yeah. So definitely, I'm. i I got. I, she got me into somebody from. This is his page. Let me see. Oh, dope, okay. dope. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send him an email eventually. Like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna DM him and let him know. Hey, where can we schedule a, an interview? You know. Jesus, that looks so beautiful, man.
1: Yeah, you see, he's like really good with like monsters and stuff. I think I sent you some of my unreleased art.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You sent me some. You send me the the manga. I think I I have to scroll up the um, But I know you sent me unreleased music. You probably okay. did send me the unreleased artwork. I just haven't checked it since like the last time I listened to all your music. But man, that's so dope, man. That's a, actually a perfect combination right there. You guys got right there. You guys are basically a dynamic duo. You don't want. I'm telling music. you, we
1: we are yin yang. So like me and him go really back. Like I met him in like uh. Primary school, mm. and you know, it was always like me listening to dubstep, and then him like drawing stuff, and we, we were both into dubstep and Skrillex and this and that. And we just go like way back, and we started this like together because when he was drawing manga, yeah, you know, he was like getting into like. Um... So in 2017, me and Odie were like, "Yo, we're about to graduate school. I hated school, mm. and you know, we had like this pressure from parents, like." Hey, you need to like you know study yeah. and go to university and this and yeah, that. Yeah, get and a I degree,
0: get a job, get a nine to five, get a real get... job. You know, yeah, like, I know
1: what you, you want to do isn't really, eh, you know, right, so, right. So that was really hard. But me and Odie, literally in this in this room before before anything came in, there was just one like uh, really old uh, couch, right? Almost like almost like one of those you know the casting couch. Couch, we called it the casting couch and a desk. So it was either me making music and Odie like drawing, and I found these really old drawings. We were like 17, we were like, you know what? Yo, we want to do something big with our lives. We don't want to be like average. We don't want to, you know, be losers. We want to do what we want to do. Like, and he was like, I want to make comics. And then I was like, okay, like I love Skrillex, I love what he's doing. I want to make music. Right. So eventually like he was drawing on paper back then he does everything digital now and i i saved up i bought the mac that i make music on and like we just like every day ever since we just Mm -hmm. worked on like our careers and he inspired me i inspired him we just you know we worked together so
0: that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope to hear that, you know. And it's it's very intriguing because you, we have a little bit similarities, you know. My parents mm-hmm. they were not in support of when I decided to be a DJ or when I decided to play on these festivals or work as a musician because that, the thing about old generation parents is that for them they just want to make sure that your future is secure and that you safe. got yeah that you're safe, you know and. When you start doing stuff that doesn't make sense or doesn't make money, and you know, sometimes in this industry, you have to work for free just to mm-hmm. get your recognition and just to get networking and get the word out of it. So they don't understand that slow process and it takes. Then try to like you know grasp the concept, and then obviously yeah. they'd be like, "Man, you should've, you should've pursued on your degree. You should've had this. You you wouldn't be undead. You wouldn't be in this and that." And it's and it's only until you show them facts, like you show them action, your actions, that word paints our head, and it's the only time when they can just see like, "Oh, oh wow, oh my God, okay, so this is the real deal. This is the real yeah. thing." They're like. You're,
1: you're you're very right and i'll tell you from my experience you know having only like just a few years of experience in, in the industry when i started mm. i i my mom like yo if like even in the beginning when i was showing her like one of my first tracks which is literally like some percussion hits on fl studio yeah. she was like she's always supportive oh, okay uh, and then my dad uh was like he's he was very realistic and he mm. always like he was the first to tell you about what could go wrong so you could be ready. He was very smart. So in the beginning, he was like, you know, oh, you got to like figure out what you're going to do because he didn't really believe I could do it. Mm. So, you know, having having confidence and, you know, discipline yeah, in in, in your vision is really important. So I agree. Yep. that's what I had. That's Odie's like, he, he's a fucking robot, this guy. <laughs> I, like, he. he And that's why he's like way ahead from all of us. Like, Mm. he just keeps going. He doesn't stop for anything. Like, we'll be we'll be at a party because I'm pretty social. I like to go at parties as well. So I take him with me. He brings his thing and he's drawing. (laughs) Fucking there in like on the couch, like drawing and pretty cool. But I'm telling you, this guy doesn't stop and
0: persistence. Eventually, you get what you want. Hey, man, the person that I know in my life that is just like a, your friend described is Nitty Gritty. He yeah. is a robot. Shout out to him. You know, he's actually one of my closest friends in the industry. We oh, both, that's really cool. We I, both, I love his music. We both graduated from the same school of music and audio engineering. That's it. So, like, he was the f- he's actually the reason why I, I started making dubstep because oh, I was more sick. into... I was more into house music back then. Mm -hmm. And I fuck with Dubstead a lot, but I was just never had the courage to start with. So he actually gave me... What's
1: important is to to have friends. Like I don't believe in having many friends. I I, I have like two or three friends. Always
0: keep keep your friends close, man. Like your closest friends, those are the people that are going to be forever. Take it from me, man. Absolutely. We have a
1: saying called, show me your friends, I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. I have... Odie, I have another guy, ILVS, shout out ILVS. He's crushing it right now. He makes uh like house music and uh, oh. future house and stuff like that. So it's me, Odie, ILVS, and then I have another friend, but it's just three friends that I have mm. and we're all focused. And you know, the way we inspire each other and push forward, push right. each other forward. That's like I think that's really important. Because you've got people out there who are misguided, hanging out with the wrong people and not really moving their lives forward you know it's really
0: important to have good friends. i i agree and and boy do i see this shit so often in the industry man like and and this is one of the many mistakes that many people commit when they start when they really get their their foot wet in the industry that's mm-hmm. where they really see the ugly side out of it uh, I haven't even touched that type of subject yet about when, when do you, who your real friends are when you're coming up, you know, because it's actually a very big subject to talk about. Like it, I cannot talk about it right here because it it, it takes me an hour to explain the, the reasoning why, you know, but yeah. it, I fully agree with you and people are not very aware of it. And, and you can tell fakeness the moment when they start coming over you to say like, yo, I can make you the hardest shit ever, you know, yada, yada, yada. That's when you see the true colors because like, oh, you're coming out me now. Not before when I was like struggling, not before when mm. I was. You know, I was sending these demos when I'm sending music to you. Now you're coming over. Oh, OK, I get it. I see how it goes. I try I try to see both sides of the coin. You know, I'm trying to I,
1: I understand them, you know, because, you know, you've got to see things the way they are. You, like there, there's pe- people are here to either gain from you or give to you. You've got to be the giver because eventually, you know. Not because... when well, You, you give, gotta be you get the back. giver
0: to a certain point, though. Like, you get, you get, you just have to know when to give, you know? Trust, because, trust like, yourself to see who deserves it. And even yeah, if they don't, because, make the first move, you know? Yeah, because, like I said earlier, like, it's, it, like, when we need to get our, wet, our feet wet in the industry, there are times in which we have to do things free. Like, I had to do... I had to ghost produce for free, like, a few times until people start, like, coming over me. It's like, oh... Yo, like, I heard you engineer, you mix this, this and that. Mm-hmm. How much you charge? It's like, oh, well, this much, you know, like, all right, though, let's go. I had to promote myself for free when I was working for Life in Color and Ultra and Sunset Music Festival. I mm-hmm. had to do stuff for free. Just so I could get my name out there, just so people can actually know, like, hey, yo, like I'm the new cat in town. Like I'm a bass producer. Like I do this and that. You know, just so I had to DJ for free for at least a year and a a half or so until I actually get real gigs, in which like you know makes I can start making a living or some or some of it, you know. But yeah, like it's one of those occasions that you have to do things, but you just have to know when to do it, how to do it, and who to do it. And when to stop, when do you actually have to stop? Because at a certain point people are just gonna expect more for you to be doing more free shit. And then when you put the the doors up you'll be like, Oh wow, but you you did it for free for now, why why change? I'm like, I mean, I gotta eat. I yeah, gotta eat. I, and
1: I'm I'm starting I'm starting to get a little bit I'm trying to be more independent, you know. I'd love mm-hmm. to like I, I live with my parents right now, but I love to like get my own place and yeah, you know. Have my own little space, Uh, and and yeah, it's like it's definitely what you just said. It's like who's gonna is is exposure gonna pay my bills, you
0: know? Yeah, 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 no, and and it takes time. Unfortunately, it takes time until the right one actually comes up and be like, "Yo, yo, this is the one, this is it." And once you take off, guarantee you sky high, sky high, all the way up, and that's it. Don't no stopping in between. Just keep going, 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 going. And I've seen it happening. Slowly but surely, and it has happened to many of my homies. I mean, like, big and slim. I see them, like, from from there were nothing, from there were house DJs to now to, like, huge emo metal step-style guys, you know? And the new project that's coming up, it's going to be, like, the most insane project ever they ever made. And it's going to be, like, changing their whole artist evolution. I mean, Nitty Gritty had their... The their, nitty-gritty before, it was Ricky Mears, his actual name. And he really? was all melodic dubstep. That was his thing. It was melodic dubstep. And ten, when the nitty-gritty project came along, the manager is basically asking, can you DJ? Can you can you be a multi-genre person? Can you go through this? Can you do this and that? And he said yes to all of it, just so that way, he can he can just like, that's it. Yeah, that's you it, you know? be, You gotta be able to accept things.
1: Even if you're scared to do them because then you're forced to like grow into the person that is able
0: to do them. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And if your ghosts don't scare you, they aren't big enough. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, like you, because it was very interesting that you actually said that you're you're currently re- living in Greece, right? Yeah. By any chance, do you know Gregory? Gregory Arias? Um, oh, he's known as Attic? Yeah. Oh, we spoke. We spoke a while ago, uh, really?
1: but he's he's disappeared completely. He actually no. lived pretty close to my to where I live. Oh, you live but in Athens? Never, yeah, I do.
0: No, I I actually went to to Greek once with my family, and Athens happens to be like my favorite place to go. Oh
1: yeah, I where went to, did you only stay in Athens?
0: I it was in a cruise, you know, trip, and we stopped in Athens, and I told my friends like I want to go to the Temple of Poseidon, like. Sick. I want to go. The islands? There. Did you go to any islands? Mykonos. Oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Mykonos. <laughs> and damn, where was the other one? The one that has the volcano near. What was it called? Are you serious? You went to Santorini? Ese, yes, I yes. Santorini, got, yes. I've
1: got a I've got hotel there, man. My mom has a business. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah we've got luxury uh, villas, so... Trying to
0: come, man. Hit me up. Oh, absolutely. Now, definitely, if I ever visit to Greece, I'll hit you up for sure. <laughs> Got a friend. Yeah, absolutely, man. And now, I mean, the reason I asked for Attic, it's because you know I actually had a relationship with him, and like you said, he disappeared for for hmm. a long, long time for making music. I just pulled up the the DMs we spoke in two thousand eighteen.
1: 2019 and 2020, very briefly.
0: Yeah, just like that. That was the, like the last time I, I talked to him because I he yeah. was just a dope uh, producer and he was ready to come over to the States before the whole pandemic hit. You know, I was like, damn, that's sus And, you know, and it just right now he just, he just Basically, like, release a song not too long ago. Oh yeah, so that's why I was, you know, I remind me and Attic is like, oh shit, yeah, Attic, right? He's still over there, you know, Gregory. Shout out there's to. Not him. not a lot of there's not a lot of Greek
1: uh, Greek producers, you know. There, I know the other one is Jeuxor. uh he's Greek.
0: Yeah, not a lot of bass bass producers that I'm, I know. Oh, what was it? Aerochord, he's Greek. I was gonna say like they're they're not that many, but but that ma- that's what makes it even better for you guys. But there's no scene here. That's why I try to get get out of here. See that that's that's the hard part. The hardest part you could ever have is that you're a certain genre producer, and the scene or where you live, where you currently are, doesn't produce that. Like I can tell you, my well, I could be I could be uh,
1: is the word versatile. Yeah, uh, and and
0: and uh, produce for like
1: some of the like. So it was really hot in in Greece right now. It was like trap music. Yeah, Grill and trap, and mm. I'm I'm very close with the with the people that work with those artists. Okay, the, the biggest artists here in Greece. and I could like get involved, but I don't know if I could see like I it, eventually. I don't want to limit myself musically or or with anything that I do, like business wise, career wise. Right, because look at Marshmallow. Yeah, you know,
0: from dot com to Marshmello, everywhere. Marshmallow. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, that guy just blew up, like, but it's because I he blew up because he know that as him as com it, it wasn't going to fly. I mean, his popularity wasn't getting anywhere until the whole future base wave came along. And that's where he rebranded himself into Marsboro. And now he's mm. like one of the biggest artists in the mm. in the fucking world. Oh, yeah. But I get but I get what you're saying, you know, like it, it, what I was going to say, because Miami doesn't have a dub set scene either. Like the base community here in Miami is like very little. You know, when you're when you throw a festival or certain artists, it's usually not in Miami It's usually like a little bit out north. Like it's not mm-hmm. that far, but even so, like that's that's as close as you're going to get from from a base community over here they very very heavy focus on house house and maybe trap you know Mm -hmm. so again like me and big and slim and a few others it's very hard to actually blow up here in the scene like that's why most of the time we actually had to travel to orlando to to other states just to Perform there for free, get our recognition, get a name. So that way people can actually fuck with us when we come back home. Because like the real base capital in, this, in the United States is Denver? Denver, Las Vegas and L.A. Shit, Those are like the free places where, you know, base capital is, is at right now. You know, like if you ever like whenever when you get to that top, you know, and you're like, oh, shit, things are moving. I suggest you go to Denver. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of homies actually live there, like kill the noise. Um Oh, Jake. Yeah, like um Stabby lives there. Shit, like I know like a lot of people that are, that live there. Forgot I know that everybody performs there, you know. I know everybody who lives in LA, like the disciple people, I never say that. I live in LA. That's because I'm I Yeah, talk to LA is crazy. a
1: huge hotspot. I'm trying to I'm trying to um, you know, fly myself and come back there. Just move around, do things.
0: Yeah, the best thing I can tell you is is what some of my homies did is that they, they moved to it. They didn't move. Well, they stayed there for like two weeks and all they did was network, 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 network and they come knock back. Knock on and, doors, you know,
1: man. That's one thing about me. I'm not scared to like go out there and knock on doors. Just
0: and go. go. And yeah, I, best thing I can tell you is just go, man. Just Knock the doors, no go to the places where they perform and let them know. Let yeah, them.
1: that's how I met Jaws. That's uh, and and that's how I met a lot of people that actually, you know, were big parts of, of uh, my career moving forward. Is just by being brave enough to stick your neck
0: out and go and you know just risk it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, even sometimes, even through for, for Instagram or the or or Twitter, you just DM some of the artists, and you never know, like that. It's it, you have nothing to lose other than just a reply. You have nothing or to lose, but yeah. but
1: one one thing is like in person, it's there's like a huge difference between a DM. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! Where, where people can like actually read your energy, right? See if they you know like if they can fuck with you and you like for, as as a person first, and then you know even even if what you're doing isn't there yet, you can make them believe that it has potential just by you know being yourself. I, oh,
0: absolutely. See, that's and,
1: a uh, networking, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's like the perfect way to s- establish a relationship with said mm-hmm. artists or management or agencies or ARs, like whatever. And I dedicated an episode entitled of this is how you're not supposed to fuck up your re- business relationships. Because basically, uh, let's, hear let's hear this. Because now I'm gonna give you the rundown. I ha- I've seen and heard many people fuck up their relationships with with their business partners all because of personal shit egos and you know greed. juice yeah. yeah using other people to get to to benefit their own, you know and i'm sure that's like the worst way to to go about it. like if you're gonna go make a business partner with somebody never think about oh this is the guy who's gonna help me and make me money like no get that out of the head you're not in it for the money you're in it for the long-term relationship that you got with this guy because how it works is that you establish a relationship with the person you become buddy buddies you start making favors with each other and the more favors you do with each other the more he's gonna fuck around and the more he's gonna be like oh yo let me help you out let me let me do this and that though i can help you this and that before you know it business right there and before and you and, you, know, you, didn't, it and the... you didn't have to Talk about it. It just comes naturally. It oh. comes
1: naturally. And that's what that's why I think it's really important to have the Like we said before, it's really important to have the right people around you. Yes. The right friends around you and the right team around yeah. you, you know? Look at Skrillex. Look at Garrix. Look at Marshmallow. Um, they just have the right people around them, you know? Yeah. And they work as a team. Yeah, so the,
0: the, There's no I in team. If you meet, you know? if
1: you meet people that, you know, uh, are going to use you, to, to make money or if like, if you see that other than business you don't really feel like a connection like you've got to you know cut. see what's more worth it you know because if you want to be with some people that like and, and I see this with with, uh, with a lot of like artists that do it for the money and they sign sign away years of oh, their life my make, God. like a contract with people that they don't even you know like so what are you doing?
0: I, I Most of the time I blame said others themselves about about when they're in those situations. And it's because, again, another episode I dedicated on it is read your fucking contracts. Even Absolutely. if you have a lawyer, even you have a team, read it yourself too because you need to know what's in it because you don't know if in that contract it sells, oh, you gotta sell your soul to the devil or you're gonna be stuck with us for 10 years or you're exclusive to us or... Oh yeah, we're giving you a million dollar loan and you gotta give it back to us in set time. Why? Like
1: (laughs) you can make a million dollars if you really push for it. You can make more.
0: Exactly. You know, but it's because so most of the time they see the like, oh shit, you know, I got the opportunity. I got the money's involved. Like shit is gonna be there. It's like, all right, let's go. And this is exactly how their careers are fucked, and they're forever in debt with set labels, you know. Like, look at um, Perfect sample. Look at fucking Takashi Sits nine. Yeah, that, I
1: was. That's really funny because I was. I was actually listening to his music and and you know watching him from when he had like hundred k on Instagram.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, if if you if you're interested, if you have Hulu, go watch his documentary. It's actually pretty good, man. It, There's it, a documentary. He has a documentary. Is it out. Yeah, it's out. Like long, like yeah. last year out. Keizo is dropping a documentary. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen it yet. He hasn't dropped it yet, but it's coming soon. Oh, it's really cool. Oh yeah, I'm 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 so into those documentaries. I Marshmallow remember. also has one. Yeah, those are really inspiring. I I love the Tim Berg documentary actually. Oh, Vichy, yeah. Yeah, that that was my my all time favorite um producer of all times. Like, and what's sad about it is that he's he was as old as me. Oh really? Yeah. So it's like he was born in the same year I was born. So we. It, it felt like a kind of a deep connection between me and him because it's like, damn, bro. Like we're both I get it, reaching our goals and he already he's already made it. I'm almost there. But, yeah. you know, like I hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It, but
1: it, it was unfortunately, a, it, man, that's that's how life works. You you really don't know when you're going to go or when someone you love is going to go. So that's why you got to like treat every day like it's your last. And yes, you know, be nice to people, you know?
0: Yes. You really,
1: really don't know. Cause I've been through it. I went through it last year. I lost my father and it really, I'm sorry to hear that brother. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really eye-opening because you see things differently. It matures Mm. you, uh, very, very like suddenly and you see things differently. You suddenly like things that changed in in my life was like, I I had no time for like unnecessary drama or shit. You know, you see the, the small things is what matters. Like every day, like what you do and the time you spend with your people that love you and just just do the things that are worth it, you know? Don't stress over small things.
0: I 100% agree, man. And, and be
1: right with your people. Yeah, be right with your people. absolutely. Don't hold
0: One of the things I always tell people is treat a janitor as if you, you... The same respect that you will treat a CEO. Of course. I don't understand what's so hard about that, you know? Oh, my God, bro. Like, you don't want to go to Miami then. <laughs> it's like people saying, oh, yeah, he works for me. I pay him. Yeah, oh, like... Well, you do, but you can... Be cool about no, it you no know? exactly like i don't i don't like that notion that yeah i'm a boss and this is my team like no i'd rather say like yeah i work for this company and this is my team we all work together i didn't do that's this by myself leader. i didn't do this by myself if it wasn't for her hand i didn't start this if it wasn't for her i didn't do this if it wasn't this this and that that's that's how a, a true company's should be able to proceed you know that's how people should be acting it's that simple you know not this like Absolutely. oh yeah I'm I'm the CEO and you know like yeah those are my people you know like they do they they do all my stuff and that's it no that's the
1: difference between a good leader and a bad leader
0: no that's mm-hmm. the big difference between a good leader and a boss and a boss because a boss tell dictates people what to do a leader tells people like here's how we're gonna do it If you got any issues, I'll help you up and work together. Hey man I just finished the
1: army I, I'm
0: i so tired of
1: bosses bro <laughs> Telling me what to do When to sleep where to, when to eat All that shit Oh fuck yeah that, bro.
0: Oh yeah No 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 Like fuck Fuck that whole boss mentality bullshit Like no leader mentality You know
1: what I'll tell you I'll be honest man Cause like just, just like in the animal kingdom Yeah You've got the lion You've got the ants You've got the The different animals That do different things You know So there's a job for everyone Right Not everyone can be a leader Some people have to follow They have to have You know, right? Some guidance. So,
0: like, sometimes you need those people. You know, I agree. Uh, If if I'm gonna put it in that perspective of the animal kid, then I'll say I'll stick with the lion part. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like some people are lions and some people are tigers. Which one is the difference between one or the other? Besides the obvious, are two different (laughs) The colors. Tigers are cooler. Well, I mean, tigers are cool, but. They're on their own. Oh, shit. You're right. Lions, lions are... Lions are always in packs. Lions always travel together as a family. Either one goes hunt and the other circles around, but they're always together. They're never, they're never alone. And if one is alone, you bet your ass that one of those lions are going to come running to defend them. Mm. A tiger, you're on your own, chief. Like, you may have your, your cubs or, or people but you leave them you're like whatever like whenever i if i need you i'll come back to you oh yeah so that's the big oh, man, difference. i love talking about
1: animals man i love animals i've got a bunch a bunch right here man, i can show you right now oh got, i love reptiles i've got a snake i've got a dragon Ooh. got my boy a leopard gecko up there i got a uh, a scorpion i used to have chameleons so i'm like Crazy about like reptiles now it's because it's because uh i grew up in like africa tanzania right and i just
0: fucking love nature man that's what's up man i i only have fish here oh really what kind of fish um pet store fish i'm I'm not i'm not i can't brag about my fish you know it's just a little (laughs) just a little pet store fish i wish i can actually have more animals like i did say like I will say like with me and my girl, when we start living together, we're definitely going to have a dog to ourselves because we actually both love dots later down the road. When I marry her and I tire her up, I'll say like, Hey, I actually want to, I actually want a lizard, but the lizard that I want, I'm pretty sure you can guess it. It's uh, it's a brown lizard that has little spikes on the side. Give me one second. Oh, okay.
1: He's awake and he's outside. I don't. Sometimes I don't let him sleep in his little little home. He likes to run around. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> to, it the one I'm describing?
0: Oh, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Yes. It's my boy. Oh man, I love I love those lizards, man. And it's like, it's because like, it's like the closest thing to a dragon, man. It's a bearded dragon. It's a real life dragon, man. And I, one day I'm going to tire my my girl out. And it's like, I want that lizard. Like, that's what I want. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It's so beautiful, man. I love it. I
1: pulled out the snake, but I
0: fed him yesterday. and So I don't want to really move him around. He's yeah, got like yeah, a, little, no, no, a no, huge no, rat don't, inside don't him. Don't worry. <laughs> leave, leave the snake alone. He's good. He's good. No. You know, <laughs> you don't want to, really. you know, something I always, always encountered. I've used in my lifetime, I've encountered the most dangerous animals in my life. I've encountered sharks in in the island. I've encountered bears. Okay. And I've encountered... Well, I have encountered... I see them from a far distance, but alligators. Yeah. Like over here in That's Florida, you'll you'll see a lot. You'll see a lot. Now You'll definitely see a lot of wild animals, especially passing by. Uh, not the other day. I was just passing by to my workplace. And I just saw a black snake just passing by in front of me. Oh, him. shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, and everybody's just walking around, even with the snake passing by. I'm like, yeah, are we, are we going to ignore the fact that a snake just passed by? Is this just basically normal? They're like, all right, cool, bad.
1: They're yeah. just minding their own business, man. And that's why I hate to hear people, you know, killing them and, you know, being scared of them. Just, you're in their territory, so if don't they, forget that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, something about animals is that I always appreciate their the true nature. And sometimes I really, really, really wish that we can stick around with them or learn how to coexist with each other instead of you know, like, oh, we gotta kill this one because it, it may kill me, you know? That sucks, man. I don't yeah. like the you know I However, with those. the bear encounters, I will tell you that I'll kill that motherfucking bear. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm sorry. That, I would not mo- want to be mauled by a bear. No, no. no. You don't want to be near a bear. You know, that one encounter was just too much for me. And I, and it was in the middle of the night in in a nighttime camp that I used to be a counselor up north in the States. And that motherfucker was just getting inside the, the cabin. And he was trying. To, and the thing is, it was a cub. I know it was a cub. Oh, shit. So mama, mama's around. Mama's around. Around. So all I did was spook them by stomping my foot hard. And then you just like backed out backwards. And then I just like put, I barricade the door because I don't know if he's coming back or mama's going to be pissed and me coming back. It's like, no, I'm barricading the door. And I, even it's though crazy. it was that small encounter, I always tell people do not fucking fight a bear. Don't outrun a bear. You and try and don't even try don't even try to <laughs> pretend dead you know that whole say like oh yeah play dead and the bear's gonna let you go no that that that's a myth that's bullshit. he he can smell fear he or she he can smell fear man those yeah. things don't play around no 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 not- just, just just like, like just like the, Ryan's revenant. And you seen the revenant i wouldn't want to be there. oh yeah <laughs> perfect example yeah that Shit. Yeah, I don't know how they how they he managed to survive that, but you know, like again, he's Leo is Leo, Leo, man. He's Leo. He he can do it. That's dope. So, you say that you have other animals. You say you have snakes and a scorpion and yeah, uh, yeah. and a gecko, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me let me see if I can bring the scorpion. Oh, no, don't bring
0: the scorpion. Whoa, wait. What? <laughs> you try right, to I'll kill yourself? There the you go. Oh, that's the gecko. Damn, he actually eludes better in real life than me watching the geico commercial. <laughs> yeah, he's not trying to sell any cars. No, no. Or 50% more on car insurance.
1: <laughs> we need to like edit that in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, what's his name? Uh, I called him uh based on Odie's previous manga, like the main hero hero's name was uh Esper. Esper. So I call them Esper.
0: Damn, that's a dope man. So it's a he or she?
1: Uh, it's a boy. At the time when we got them, we got a, a boy and a girl. Mm. And uh, yeah, these things uh,
0: mate all the time. That's pretty dope, man. That's that's pretty dope. So, so ha- how did that whole affection of animals got into what you're currently doing right now as a music producer.
1: So the whole, like, even the name Lost Chameleon, how it came about is I used to have chameleons and my first chameleon, I had named him Rango. And I had a uh, Facebook page, Rango the Chameleon Stuff. And I used to post photos. I had a YouTube page for him. We used to get like 100,000 views, 150,000 views, like per video. Damn, uh, son. I was like feeding him insects and stuff like that. right? Hey. And we were like vlogging. Eventually, I let him on a treat. I had like this little treat thing I used to put him on and he just disappeared one day. So what I did is I, I renamed the group, uh, the group name Wrangle the lost chameleon stuff. So that's, that happened many years later. I'm into like music production. I was trying to find a name. Mm. You know, it was always something with like chameleon. I think my, my first name was like X million or something like that. And then, you know, having Odie at the time, me and Odie were like getting into like what we want to do with our lives. He was, he started doing like the, the anime manga stuff Right, that got me into thinking about, yo, what do I like? I like reptiles. I love animals. What represents me is the, you know, the chameleon. That's my favorite animal. And, you know, uh, I was trying to think of a name and then I, I I suddenly saw the, the old group. I was like, yo, Wrangle the Lost... Lost Chameleon. It's like, yo, that's a cool name. Lost Chameleon. And then, you know, uh, Odie was doing like, he was writing stories. And then, you know, having him around thinking about stories, I started thinking about, yo, what if I had a superhero? Because I'm like a huge Marvel Spider Man fan. Oh, my favorite guy. So I was like, yo, what if I was a superhero? You know, I w- and then I don't even remember how we did the mask. And um, this is like, no one has ever seen this before. This is only on oh. yours. Oh, Lone Wolf Pockets exclusive. Let's go. Let's go. This is so, all right, so this is like the first uh sketch of you know my character. Oh, it was, shit! And that, that was at the time where Marshmallow was you know being becoming huge with the the bucket head. Yeah, and I was like, yo, what if I have like a helmet? Anyway, like we, I, I designed like like a cool jacket, cool outfit, superhero, and then I changed it into this. By the way, this is Odie's art, and look how. Like
0: if I don't use new <laughs> stuff, you know? Yeah, like the difference is just astonishing, out- man. So you got you got this 2017 and this now. Jesus. Yeah, no, that that's oh, a huge difference have to do at that is point. Just, yeah, just work,
1: man, and improve. So uh, somehow I got the mask thing going. Uh, the spiral was a uh, reoccurring symbol in my life. I s- used to see it everywhere. It's even in the tail, like the chameleon's tail right. how it rolls up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Ariel. So, so immediately that was my symbol. Uh, you know how Spider-Man has the spider. I was like, yo, the spiral is my symbol. And, you know, I I started designing the character, uh, thinking about the story. Odie helped me a lot with the, with figuring out the story and plots and, and everything. So one thing led to another, and suddenly I make music and I have like an anime story. And then and then Odie helped me make the the first. The debut uh, episode. And I'm looking to like, you know, I know that music is going to I aim high with music, but mm. I know my biggest potential
0: is is the story. Right. I mean, that's basically your your brand. That's oh, yeah. what it is. Las Chameleon is like, yeah, my music with anime, with manga, you know, that's what it is. And and what
1: I want to do differently when performing is, you know, how excision has the visuals. I would one day, I would one day love to have like uh, that kind of visuals, but you know how, how you, you go to like either like a show or a concert or like a play, Yeah. you know, where it starts, it has an intro, you've got things happening and actors and stuff like that. I would love to move it to like a show level, you know, like me playing and then the background's like me fighting monsters and shit.
0: That's dope. Like it's, it's 2.0 right here, man. Like instead you got basically Lost Chameleon with the whole narrating your manga, basically. Of course, of course, man. And that's that's your visuals. And then it just goes with the music and everything that that's some sick level shit. That's next level. See, like it all starts
1: here. man. now now we just got to make it happen.
0: Yeah. That's true. I mean, it will happen. You know, it will happen. Only in time, it will happen, you know. But mm-hmm. how do you got into music? Like, what actually prompted you to be a musician? Okay,
1: so I've always loved music. You know, growing up, I used to listen to, my mom used to have all the, she used to buy me all the 50 Cent Eminem oh. hip-hop uh, albums. Oh, okay. She used to listen. You know, one one of the first like EDM or like dance music uh, albums I listened to was the Mortal Kombat uh, oh. theme, astral projection. You know, trance and you know. So my dad was was also a musician, so I guess it kind of runs in the, in, in, the, the family. in the blood. Yeah, and Skrillex, <laughs> Skrillex. You know, it was like two thousand and eleven. I heard yep. Skrillex. I heard some Eptic, Oof. and I was like. Phew. I want to do this. Like I was looking at the the Skrillex videos of him like in different countries like touring and i was like holy shit i want to do this so yeah i started pressing pressing buttons and here i am
0: and that's the genre that you tend to incline the most like mostly on dubstep no i love dubstep i love bass music Mm. it's it's what gets me hype like okay
1: i can listen to other songs other types of music and and get hype but put on some dubstep i'm like i'm breaking some shit i'm like i'm having fun and i love making it Uh, i think it's like i have the more most fun making it because i can i can be cinematic and storytelling Mm. when i'm making it with like melodies and basses and breaks and this and that but i think uh i also make like trap beats and recently i just uh you know i just finished a collab with dj soda uh featuring one of like Uh, momoland it's like a huge k-pop group Mm -hmm. uh one of momoland's uh, singers ahin and it's k-pop so it's like a k-pop edm thing that uh, we're gonna put out and that's me taking the first step into being versatile and Mm. trying other styles right because you know i i know dubstep is huge oh and and how it all started was like i had this song i'll send it to you to listen to it Um, i started it when i was 17 in school when i first got my mac and it's really funny and and strange because this is about to be like one of my biggest songs uh, oh so i started it then then i sent it to soda after having working uh, having worked with her and i i i already knew uh, what i wanted to do i was like yo get one of your k-pop friends to sing on this and we have a hit so
0: yep. is it the same one that i heard that i told you that it was one of my favorites yeah yeah that's the, the yeah, first one on your the on your first list. one yeah that's yeah. that was definitely one of my favorite because after i started listening to a lot of your music i started to see your your sound pattern like i i started to see like all right your signature and when i heard your your k-pop track i was like okay this is actually pretty dope you know like you can actually do you can even go even bigger on this track it's already big you can go bigger when you do a remix out of that stuff like yeah like that that's definitely a a banger song you know
1: that's i believe in it i I really believe in it i trust I trust the moves I make, you know,
0: that there's no better decision other than yourself when you believe that, you know, fits are actually working in my favorite. I know it's going to happen. And it's crazy because with the song, I
1: got what I wanted. I, it's, I got exactly the people that I wanted on it. And I think it's going to do very well. And especially if we do like a cool music video for it.
0: Right. Oh, you have to be there. Like you have to be. Of course, you know, I like, have to be there, like, man. I'll, I need to. I, yo, I'm
1: like so pumped. I would love to visit Asia. You know, I think that having the manga and you know this whole thing that I'm doing, I think it's gonna be really big there. So
0: absolutely, bro. And especially in Japan, like Japan is very big when it comes to EDM. You know, mm-hmm. and, and even and for some reason, even for trap music as well is is big there because you know they don't they don't have the same. Strap or hip hop music as we get here in the states so mm-hmm. when we bring that stuff over there to then that's like next level shit it's like holy crap what is this even though I love even though I love Japanese hip hop bro Oh
1: really? Yeah, I was listening to um. No, they're Chinese. Uh, the the Higher Brothers.
0: Mm. I love I love that because it actually just makes it m- sound more hip hop. You know, not not the the trap shit that it is right now. It's more hip hop. It it, it it goes with the beat. It get it gets to verses and it's like yo, this is like s- stuff that you jam about it. You know, like that. I especially the lo-fi hip hop that they have over there, man. That's I'll that's- send you some
1: lo-fi stuff that I write. Oh, i have this i have a. I have a different elias that i make like lo-fi stuff i haven't put out anything so you couldn't find it If even if you if some people tried to find it um but yeah like i do i you know that's that's the cool part about like making music or any type of art you got to be able to like try different
0: styles and see which one you like and i i agree with you you know because someone sometimes people or artists believe this i hear this all the time that they always try to tell you, it's like, yo, stay in your lane. You know, like if this is where you're good at, stay and make, be good at that and stay right there. You know, and I'm like, no, like if, if you want to make other music, you shouldn't limit yourself to make one music. Never. Bro. Because Never. if, because if not, if not, then it will be boring. Like there's no evolution within yourself, there's no versatile no challenge. No, no challenge. Thank you. Yes. No challenge. You know, and people have been telling me that for years and I heard. People saying that to other people for years and I'm like, I give them the middle finger and in their face It's like, no, fuck you. Like, like, yo, perfect example, which has broken the mold in in the industry. Nitty Greedy is the most multi genre producer out there. He doesn't he doesn't miss. He makes anything, anything that he wants, that he feels like he, he wants to do it. he does it. Like he, he has a rock EP. The I have one too. You too? I'm
1: working on one. I'm working on, I think you got to hear some of it. Uh, some like, I'm working on some punk rock uh, slash EDM stuff. So, like, you know, Fox Stevenson?
0: Yeah. Oh, I love Fox, man. Something like that, yeah. But like, oh, more like
1: songs it's like it's like mgk uh, M- mgk's new album but if it was like edm as well oh
0: that's dope that that's yeah. like one of the current things that i'm loving Fot stevenson oliver's and oh yes yeah. arua when with that whole color base genre like that's one of yeah. my favorite things right I now. i tried some
1: color base i'm doing like a rhythm remix right now your I mean, stuff yeah, is so on fun.
0: point. Like the whole color base is is on point when you're making it. Like I'm surprised that none of these labels like fucking Monster Cat or Haseon or Rushdown has ever come across to you. The future will tell. Future will tell, man. Future yeah. will tell. Because, dude, that's actually some of the hardest shit I've ever heard from color bases. But, bro, Thank I you. tell you, when you see me, when you send me that link, the unreleased link, I basically started to do a one-hour power walk around my workplace and I, all I did was listen to all your jams. That's all oh, I shit. did. And I go one by one, one by one, one by one, and some of the stuff is heavy stuff and then you got some of that color base. I'm like, Yeah. Like, ooh. Oh, (laughs) I love love, like really I love making heavy stuff,
1: but I also like even if I try, Mm. they're always gonna be like melodic elements in the song.
0: Absolutely. That that's your signature, man. And don't and don't ever change it, man. That's that's definitely your thing, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh I'm just I just make what I like to hear, you know. And that's the best part, you know? You're enjoying it, you're happy.
1: And some of the best successful songs. Mm the ones that actually uh, made some moves are songs that I made based on like how I felt at the time. So like, Mm. you know, like even, even at the time when you're like making a song and you feel like it's going nowhere, you have like a writer's block, Mm. just keep pushing through, take some time. Because those are the songs that are going to get signed. Those are the songs that are going to get, you know, Jaws saying, hey, I don't want you to release this on the label. I want to work on this too. So like, you know.
0: That's dope. I was actually going to ask you later on what you think about Writer's Block. Like, do you think like it's a real thing? It's a myth? And if so, like, what what are your thoughts behind it? Writer's
1: Block is definitely real. Okay. I mean, we are human, so we do get tired inspiration is something that you know you you have to you know breathe in
0: mm. and
1: breathe out so you know if you if you're too many because me and odin we stay in here all day if we if we could we could stay here all day and, and just work but that's that's also not good because you've got to have balance mm. you've got to work sometimes it's good to, to have things to do because you work, you get out, you come back here, here you listen to things different, you know? You heard some things out there that inspired you, you saw some things, you felt some things, you gave yourself some time to relax. But writer's blog, my best advice for it, because I've been through it as well, Like especially when I came back from the the army, it was like really difficult because I was trying to uh, I suddenly had a lot of projects that I wanted to finish and s- so many ideas like from so long like not producing mm. that I started something then I started something else then I started something else. Duh. So I had like a bunch of unfinished songs and, and then I was like oh shit, I can't do this.
0: Yeah, no, that what that's it, do? don't, you're not the only one. That's every producer's pain every day. Like if you look up you, the link I send you with my unreleased songs, those are like yeah. my finished projects, demos. Those are like at least good eight songs versus the 20, 50 other unfinished projects that I you, haven't you even you send me a
1: link of, of your music? Yeah. I didn't get the chance to check it out. I'll check it out. Oh, dope, man. I didn't notice that. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Here's mine. Cool. I'll check it out.
0: Because it's very interesting. That you say that because I I like to ask that question to every producer because everybody has a different answer. There's not a real true answer, and I love that because every because it's, it just shows you that everyone's we're different. not robots. Yeah, we're exactly. Not, we're not robots. Exactly. You got Odie over
1: here. He's the, he's the only exception. Odie is the only exception. He can work all day, twenty four seven. He doesn't right. fuck. You know, he's a beast. For I mean, the rest of us that are a little bit more human, you know, it's not a weakness. Don't be ashamed. Absolutely. Don't, f- don't feel like the world will end. Just go out there and have fun. Have some fun. Seek inspiration. Watch a movie. Go to the gym. It's really yeah. important to work out. Work Absolutely. your body yeah. out because then you feel nice. Like I started hitting the gym recently and I feel more active. You know, I feel ready to do things, you know, it inspires me
0: one of the things i always tell people in the podcast is you know when you're actually if you're actually feeling in that whole writer's block mentality that you can't like make anything or you're not inspired enough or you're not feeling that you know do some hobbies like do stuff that actually makes you happy the littlest thing that you can do c- can actually come Usually. up with your inspiration you know make stuff that makes you how ha- happy like if you want to take a Take a walk, jog around your block, go jog. Go on if, a date. Go go to the gym. Go watch a movie. Go watch. Some with movies, your friends. You know, like do some other stuff. I tend to either hang around with my girl, play video games, play Sick. Yu-Gi-Oh go competitively. And, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! competitively. Shit, I had like all the
1: cards, but I oh. was like
0: eleven. Oh. oh I need to find them. Let me see if I, I got I got some right here. So, no, yeah, no, I play Yu-Gi-Oh! competitively. And that's one of my favorite hobbies, you know? Like, I, whenever I'm not feeling what I'm i feeling, like, I play Yu-Gi-Oh! I go out and go to the shops and just play, and that's it, you know? That's it. Um, this is some psychological shit that n- people don't realize it. But when you're not making music, when you're not doing something that you basically do... When you're not creating. When you're not creating. Your true inspirations are your greatest ideas come when you're not actually doing it when you're actually doing something repetitive in your daily basis that your brain is not even thinking your body just acts naturally for example you automatically when you wake up you go to the bathroom mm. automatically you brush your yeah. teeth that's automatically I
1: go straight to the kitchen
0: you I'm go hungry boy you go straight to the kitchen that's automatically you take a shower straight that's that's automatically that you have to take a shower you drive that's automatically your body's telling you that you got to do it you're not thinking yeah. that i'm going to drive like no you know you're doing it it's it's stuff like any best thing that fucking nitty ever said. It was like, even taking a shit. You're not man. thinking about taking a shit. You're just doing it. You gotta, but
1: You got to have your phone close to you, man. The best yeah. ideas come when you're showering or taking your- a <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. A lot, of, a lot of my songs, man, I, I literally, I get the idea. I record it on my phone. I have really funny recordings of me, like, doing, like, the drops with my mouth. <laughs> right, right, right And then you see the before and the after and you're like, holy shit, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I did the same thing, bro. Like, if I'm in the shower, it's like, oh my god, I remember, I can do that. Oh my god, I can do this. Shit, where's my phone? All right, remember this. (laughs) I found
1: found a really cool app though for this. It's It's called Capture. Capture, and you can record, and you can actually add layers, so you can harmonize as well. You can like record different, uh, like you can do like different layers with your with your uh, beatboxing and stuff like that. It really works.
0: Oh, and and it's a it's a fucking um I on the iPhone? Yeah. There you go. There you go. I got it. Boom. That's actually pretty dope, man. Thank you for letting me know for that, man, man. Now oh, I, yeah. now I know. Now now I can just like instead of going to my voice memo, that's where I basically record my ideas. I just go And you, I
1: and I think you can uh you can have it on your laptop as well. So you can sync them for like
0: The application. I I I can I don't know if it works on my PC because I have a I have a laptop Razer. Oh okay. Yeah, it's it was it's much more powerful than any MacBook Pro I've ever owned in my life. For some reason, MacBook Pros like I think after the new one, that's when I stopped with MacBooks because it was just. because of the fucking USB C thing, bro. Like,
1: oh, I have a friend that has that, and, yeah, we had some problems.
0: Yeah, no, bro, it, it's a pain in the ass. Like, I don't understand why Apple did that. Like, it's so, it's so Apple. You know, we we have the we have the exclusivity. Like, oh, you want the actual USB? You gotta buy an adapter. But fuck, bro, I didn't need to do that shit. So that after that, I was like, I'm I'm buying myself a PC. Fuck that. So I ended up buying a Razer. Blade Stealth 15, and awesome. holy shit, it's more powerful than any MacBook Pros ever come out, bro. Like it has two two solid state drive hard hard drives, and the RAM is up to 16. I can upgrade the RAM to 16 to 32 RAMs, which I have oh, to buy. Oh, 32 RAM would be crazy. Yeah, and I actually have to buy the other two 16 RAMs. Like I I need to upgrade it. I got Ableton, I got Premiere, I got Photoshop, I got Media Fed After Effects. Like, I, I got so many heavy bass programs that it definitely needs the speed. It definitely needs it, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's one of the things I'm looking for in the future. And, you know, whenever I'm not broke and I can get something out of it. Invest. Um, what's, what's your normal schedule? Like, you said that you basically stayed the whole day in your studio and made stuff, right?
1: All right. So the past year has been a roller coaster. Right. Because... I was sent to the, the military, mm. you know, I had a completely different schedule there. But I got to learn a lot of a, a lot about myself being, you know, being put under pressure and under a specific schedule. And you know what, I, I even came to say that, the military was basically like a touring dj boot camp you know you get you, you're trained to function with uh, basically no amount of sleep you got to be responsible you got to function and and take care of things and be disciplined and all that right so i can basically do anything right now Is touring you have fun doing that. I don't want, I'm never going to complain about sleep ever again after the army. So another thing that I really learned and it was something that me and Odie used to do when we first started Mm -hmm. was waking up early, like going to sleep and waking up early. Like there's something about waking up before everyone else and knowing Mm -hmm. that you're and staying up late, you know, it's the same when, when, when others are sleeping and you're working, it like it pumps you up, but waking up early and, and starting the grind from, from, uh, from the start of the day, that's really important. So, in the army, you know, I, I got uh, used to waking up early, six a.m. every day. And my normal schedule is wake up, breakfast, feed the feed the pets. Right. I've got like six cats. I've got to feed. Oh, damn. Um, you know, got the got these guys. I got to feed. I fed my my python today. Um, and then after I feed myself as well in here, set goals. What do I want to accomplish today mm. by the end of the week? Things like that. And just start working on them and maybe during the afternoon I'll right. set an appointment to go to the gym mm. and then maybe socialize a little bit, but it's always me and my buddies. Like it's either Odie or Leo ILVS. LVS. Yeah. We go to the gym together and you know, we hang out and a schedule like this will help you with writer's block when you've got, you're staying active, doing mm. different things. Uh, and going to different places meeting other people, you know because staying inside here i've I've done that bro I've like right sixteen hours straight like from the st- from the morning till like the next morning, I've done that. It's cool because you're grinding, but then eventually you can't really do it too many times
0: right that's actually pretty, pretty cool tonight. to do like and I agree it's always good to have a consistent schedule just know what you're doing and always take advantage early in the morning i'm not a morning person but i do tend to wake up early for work and mm-hmm. and to be with my girl as well because what what my girl likes to say like i want to i want to capitalize the day you know like i want to spend as much time as possible well because you can do so much early in the morning and i agree mm. because when you wake up early in the morning your brain starts to f- start to function, you know, and starts to roll like a train. And then once that train starts, then, you know, it's it's like you can't stop. You know, that's how most of the time all of my music projects and all in my podcast editing, I do it early in the morning. If I don't do it early in the morning, I will never do it for the rest of the day. Like I will not work at all, even if I try, even if I for myself, like, no, I have to do something early in the morning because if not, then, you know, then shit, like I lost the day. I lost the day.
1: Hey, you know, no day is wasted. Even even if you, you didn't really do anything. I I have these notes that I they're probably in here, but no, but I, that's I have, that's a very these, disciplined
0: like, thing to do, like having notes to the side and and work up your schedule every day. So have like all right, today oh, what's yeah. today? Monday? All right, Monday I gotta do this. Tuesday, all right, no, Tuesday got, I gotta like, do this. I've
1: got whiteboards with things that I wanna accomplish. That's and like, dope. How yes. to accomplish them. But then I have these like little notes, basically like and they're from the past. Mm. Um I wrote to myself like, like I have these cards where like open when your song hits like a hundred thousand or when your song hits 1 million. And I have oh. notes that I, I don't even remember what I wrote, but there, I had this one where it was like for the days that you feel lost, you know, mm. when you feel like the day was, was wasted. And I read it the other day and it, it's basically like, okay, it's all right. It's okay. You fucked around today. You didn't really get anything done. You were like uh, fucking around on your phone, but tomorrow, mm. You better work. You know, it's all about motivating yourself. You, you right. Like and like I said, don't stress about the little things. You know, don't compare right. yourself to others. Your your story is different. Their their story is different. Focus on yourself. Don't focus on what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that and don't uh, don't stress about the small things. You know, life's too short for that. Just, just keep doing you. I eventually like, don't think about, oh, what, where you want to be in 10 years. Think about what you're going to do every day today. That's going to take you closer. Because if you do that every day in 10 years, you're not only going to be where you want it to be. You're going to be further.
0: So I actually never thought about that. That's a, wow. That's actually a great new outlook to look at it. Don't think about what you're going to do in 10 years. Like think about what you're going to do every day. Oh, shit. Uh, Even if
1: it's like the smallest thing. Ah, if you did something that's gonna take you closer to where you wanna be, that's what all that matters. Like, ask yourself, what did I do today that that took me a little bit closer? You know. And then you've got people that
0: waste their lives, man. You do nothing. I agree. Do something. I... Yeah. Be creative. Do stuff. Do work, man. Do work. In the words of Christopher Big Black Boykin, do work. <laughs> get get to work get to work man that's dope man that's dope what's going on everyone if you guys made it all the way to the end of the episode and you feel kind of left out like why didn't the episode finish like Don't worry, guys. It's okay. The episode was way too big for me to put it in just one episode that I had to divide the episode because there was so many good content and so many good topics and discussions that it cannot be discussed under one episode, but had to divide it so we can always have brand new episodes with brand new topics every Friday. Always remember that. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and of course, the YouTube channel at lonewolfpod.com that's right lonewolfpod.com where you can check all my latest episodes and always remember to comment down below let me hear your thoughts share your experiences if you guys got a certain topic that you want me to cover for the next episode please let me know on the comments down below and I'll do my best to do so so thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys at the next one